0: Good morning. I'm Rob Stats Guerrera. Today is Tuesday, August 25th, 2020. Here's what's happening with your San Francisco 49ers. The team had a well-timed day off on Monday before beginning their final four-day block of training camp-style practices, and linebacker Fred Warner said Sunday that the team was fighting through the dog days of summer. There's always going to be a spot in camp where you're in the midway through it, you know, and you just got to push through those days, but you can't just try and go through the motions. Everybody understands that Every rep, every moment counts, and I think that's been the message throughout camp is that last year we did make it to the Super Bowl, and it was just those small little moments that had we made one or two plays, we would win that game. And so this time around, making sure that we're making that emphasis throughout practices, I think that's what's going to be huge for us. Warner may have mentioned the Super Bowl in that clip because the team watched the film of that game for the first time earlier this week. Tackle Mike McGlinchey? wasn't exactly a fan. I hate it when those clips come on. I hate it when those clips, um, when you have to go back to those things. I truly do believe in the last seven months, that's the first time that we've ever watched it together as a team and it sucks. Watching that game never feels good. I think it's a good thing that it bothers people when that still comes on because it's just that much more of a driving factor to get back there and then ultimately finish the job. I'm sure most 49er fans are familiar by now, but just for context, Only three teams in the history of the Super Bowl have won the big game a year after losing it. The 1971 Cowboys, the undefeated 72 Dolphins, and the 2018 Patriots. Not sure if it gives you any solace, but the news isn't much better for the Chiefs on that front either. There have only been three teams in the last three decades to win back-to-back Super Bowls. Jimmy Johnson's Cowboys in 92-93. John Elway's two championships with the Broncos in 97-98, and, of course, the 2003-2004 New England Patriots. Tight end George Kittle vowed to be back in the Super Bowl during the final moments of that loss to the Chiefs, but before that happens, Kittle joined Rich Eisen yesterday and was singing the praises of new teammate Trent Williams.
1: I don't have to play very well, and when we play next to each other, it's still going to look really good. That's pretty fun to see. (laughs) He's like, you know, like you, you know, work on your double teams, like doubling a defensive end up to a linebacker. I don't know if he needs me to block both of them. That's what's so cool. I feel like I'm just like the icing on top when it comes to any time I block with him. It's really cool. Wow. It's, uh, he makes my job easy. And he's incredibly fast. He's just fun to be in a huddle with, too. I, I just appreciate his knowledge and just how much like the game means to him. You can just see it every single time he steps on the field. And so. He's he's done great in our locker room, and uh, I I know it's going to be really fun to play with him all year.
0: Williams sat out all of last season in a dispute with Washington over how the team handled a benign growth on his head. Every day on this show, we're going to give you something to read, something to watch, and something you might have missed. Something to read on this Tuesday is David Lombardi and Matt Barrow's rundown of how every 49ers rookie has fared so far in training camp. Of course, if you don't have a paid subscription to The Athletic, you can always keep listening to these updates for the low, low price of free. Something to watch will be Kyle Shanahan's press conference after practice today, where he'll hopefully provide an update on the health of wide receiver Brandon Ayuk's hamstring, pass rusher D. Ford's lower body injury, and defensive lineman D.J. Jones' concussion. Something you might have missed, 77 players falsely tested positive for COVID-19 over the weekend after what the lab is calling, quote, an isolated contamination during test preparation. All of the erroneous test results came from BioReference laboratories in New Jersey, who now says the issue has been resolved. That's it for today's Stats and Eggs. Be sure to keep an eye out for the 415 podcast with Niner Nate, who will be joined by NBC Sports Bay Area's Jennifer Lee Chan. I'm Rob Stats Guerrera.